Happy Halloween, friends. I'm Sarah, the Idaho wife. I just recorded this whole podcast and it didn't save. So here I am at take two. If you're new, welcome. If you're a returning podcaster, listener, what do you call it? I don't even know. Anyways, if you're returning to my channel, you know, channel, what is this? Not my YouTube channel. If you're returning to my to my podcast, what do I say? I don't even know. You know that I start every podcast with an excuse. Yeah. And if you are have been waiting for me to upload another one, you know I haven't been here in a while. And I honestly don't have an excuse this time. I just didn't feel like I had much to say, honestly. I had no advice for you guys. I had no wise words. I had no positivity. I... I just didn't know what to say, and so many of you moms and women reach out to me often and ask, how do I handle those hard days? How do I handle juggling your messy life, literally like a messy house, messy kids, messy marriage, and then just messy headspace, and then like go on social media and see everyone else in their perfect lives with going on magical trips and just taking beautiful pictures and looking great every single day and if you tuned in a couple podcasts ago I kind of tried to address this issue however I feel like I did a really bad job at it because I haven't gone back and listened to it but from what I remember is I pretty much said oh I don't deal with that because I just ignore it and that's not true and I feel like it was really bad advice and maybe it's not as bad as I remember it but And maybe it's because I'm aware of how bad the last month has been, the last few weeks, of how much in those hard days I have been in. And that's probably what people were talking about. And I've wanted to jump on here so many times, but I, I didn't know how to because I've been gone for a few months. But I still don't even have those answers on how to overcome it. Because I'm still living it each day. I'm still trying to learn. I'm living as I'm learning, learning as I'm living. And trying to figure it out for myself. Now, it's only Tuesday this week, you guys. But I'm sitting here recording a podcast, which is like a huge deal for me because I haven't been able to. So the last few days, I have kind of been trying to dig myself out of this hole and try and change what's been bringing me down the last month or so. And I've kind of had a little bit of like therapeutic days for myself And I'm not going to give these advice and tips on how to do it, but I'm just going to express what I've been doing and maybe take from what I'm saying and apply it to your life and don't go and do what I'm doing, but find what is going to work for yourself. Now, this isn't even what I want today's podcast to be about, but I want to just like focus a little bit on it because it's what I'm going through. And I want you women to know that you're not alone in this journey and I Kind of, I feel like I just didn't do a good job a few few months ago when I did this podcast. So if you follow me on Instagram, you saw over the weekend, I kind of had a real down, like a real breaking point. And I shared about it on Instagram. If you are someone who reads my captions, you probably saw that. Some of you just like pictures, totally no judging either way. I do both. Um, I scroll and don't even read people's posts all the time. I like the picture and I kind of chose a pretty picture because if someone just wanted to do that, but I figured if some people do read my captions, I think it will hit them 
like pretty close to home. So I left it there with that. And I talked about how I had a really awful Saturday was the day I posted it. And I ended up just like getting in my car and crying. And it was so good. It was so nice to cry. And I kind of got home, kind of let it go. I remember I ran in and hugged Lucy and it was just, it was just what I needed. <laughs> and we played and then went on with the day. Sunday morning came, I woke up early and I made breakfast and started doing dishes and I ended up just crying again for like a good hour and a half. I just cried while I was doing the dishes. Cody was still asleep through all this, so he really didn't even like know much what was going on. And it was so nice. And I wasn't planning on sharing that today, but sometimes you just need to cry. And I wanted to be vulnerable with this and say that I really was having a hard time. Like I wasn't just saying it like I I was in tears. Like it was that kind of a moment for me, but it felt so good. And it kind of refreshed that Sunday morning. Once Cody woke up, we kind of were done for the morning, like doing morning stuff. And so it was like, okay, what do we want to do for the rest of the day? We had like a bunch of options. I have been dying to go out on the mountain and just take pictures in the pretty trees and just explore out there. Maybe go on a little hike. We haven't really like left town very much, which if you know where I live, it's, the mountain is 15 minutes up there and I, it, it's just been so hard to get out lately. And so kind of wanted to do that and a little outdoor activity. On the other hand, we really needed us to cut and stack firewood and it sounds awful. Like which one are you going to choose? Go on a beautiful nature walk or stack firewood? But we knew it was start, supposed to start getting cold this week. So we chose the adult thing to do and stack firewood and it sounds awful and it sounds like it wouldn't have been fun, but I actually really enjoyed it and it was so therapeutic. There's that word again. It was just what what I needed. It was you got we got outside in the crisp air still and we and we got activity. Like we were doing exercising, honestly, because throwing firewood and stacking it is not an easy task. And so we got to get those endorphins, which has always heard is so good for your body. And so we got to get that done, and while we were doing that, I had my headphones in, and I was listening to my favorite podcast. Cody, he had, was running the chainsaw, so, like, we couldn't be listening together on a speaker or anything, and he is more of, like, rock out to some M&M or something that pumps him up. I don't even know. But so he had his headphones in. He was listening to what he wanted to, and then I had my podcasts in, and I was, like, doing the marriage, like, counseling in my podcast. <laughs> That's just usually what they talk about, I feel like. And I just really like it. It was perfect and just what I needed. It's, everything they said was something I had kind of gone through the last few weeks, and I just really can resonate with them. And I enjoyed doing that, plus doing this, like, stacking this firewood. It was just so therapeutic for me. Um, and I really enjoyed getting outside. I know a lot of you are going to ask, like, what podcast do I listen to? And I've said it before but the Dashleys are one of my favorite they have two podcasts now they have the Big Little Life podcast which is more like I'd say marriage and um parenthood just life struggles like they're really honest on there and that's what I think one of my favorite things about it the one I listened to during the splitting wood was they had a pastor and they actually were kind of asking him a lot of marriage advice and I really liked that one even this week I've already applied some of it and then, uh, oh, their second podcast is Taking Sides with the Dashleys. I actually listen to this one more when I'm, like, doing 
dinner and stuff because it's more lighthearted and it's kind of fun. They have uh, listeners email them and then they give like they people will email them issues they're having and their like spouses or relationships like leaving the toilet seat up and then Dallin and Ashley kind of have fun taking sides and I don't know it's just kind of a lighthearted one with silly stuff every couple argues about and but the second podcast I actually listened to while cutting wood was um the Ellie and Jared podcast they're just starting back up they had took a little break and they're actually the people who originally got me even into listening to podcasts I follow them on um YouTube and so they started one think about a year ago and they kind of took a six month break. And so they're back at it. And I was really excited to hear them again. And those were just kind of things that helped me on Sunday. And it was kind of all those things with the crying, the stacking wood slash listening to podcasts. It kind of just like jump started my week. And I mean, technically Sunday is the beginning of the week. So it was a great way to start. And then I got that physical activity, which it was funny because Sunday night I came across a girl on Instagram. We kind of found each other and she had emailed me. Of course, she's like one of those MLMs that like was promoting a workout and it was like a free workout, hit workout on Facebook group. So I joined it because she, she had a way to sucker me in, not sucker because I'm excited to do it, but it was like do four days of HIIT workouts to before you indulge in all your kids' candy. And I like was like, that's my life this week. I'm going to be eating all Lucy's candy. And four days didn't sound so scary as 30 days or three weeks. So the four days is what hit me, and I got really excited about it. And I am still excited about it. I did mine yesterday. Today's only Tuesday. But I did mine yesterday, and it was so nice to actually do that activity. And so – doing the firewood and then doing that hit workout yesterday. I still need to do mine today, but I don't know. It just feels really good to get out and do those things. Um, one thing I think is my huge goal. Maybe I'll make it like a goal for November to really make it a, um, you know, they say do 21 days and become to have it is waking up early. And you say I have a one-year-old, so how do I not wake up early? But I have a really good one-year-old. She sleeps amazing. And I don't mean that to brag or anything. I feel really bad for moms who don't have good sleepers. But she will sleep in pretty late. And she does wake up, don't get me wrong, but she has toys. She has a couple stuffed animals, and she has blankets that she'll play with, her binkies. And so she ends up falling back to sleep, honestly. (laughs) She'll just put her back self back to sleep where she'll just play in her crib for a while which I kind of like that she has that independence to herself but then also on the downside it keeps me sleeping in or it keeps me just like scrolling on my phone whatnot in the mornings so to fix this one way is we have been trying really hard to go to bed earlier which Cody just needs because he doesn't get very much sleep because lately we've been going to bed at like 11 it's really hard during football season our schedules are kind of all over the place but So far, the last, like, four days, I think, we've been trying to put Lucy to bed a little earlier and earlier. In the past, I'm not going to lie, she has gone to bed as late as 9 or 9.30. And I mean, more often than not. So, I mean, we tried to stick to eight issues. We're kind of between the whole hour of eight was, like, her bedtime. So, I really want to kind of make it more of, like, a set thing. Like, 7 o'clock, she goes to bed. Last night we got to 7.30, and so maybe we'll try that for a few more nights, and then hopefully by the weekend 
we can have her at seven. And that gives me and Cody a little bit more time to ourselves. I mean, he doesn't get home until sometimes 6.30, 7. So it will just give us more time together. Once football's done, it'll be perfect. But because um, sometimes he doesn't get to see her all day. He doesn't see her in the mornings. He doesn't see her at lunch. And he goes to practice right after work. They have meetings. He really doesn't honestly sometimes see her till 6.45-ish. And that's, I think, why we've always gone to bed so late. But for if for a few weeks they only get to see each other for a couple hours in the beginning of the week, I think it will be okay. And it will just be a great start for the rest of the rest of the year if we can start this and like the rest of her life honestly so I'm I'm hoping that that will help and even like the last few days I've been waking up earlier and I feel like I've had so much time during the day and it's been so nice I mean look at today I have already had so much energy I was able to even record this podcast twice now because the first one deleted so I just have had so much extra time I've gotten the house cleaned in the morning and I've already played with Lucy a bunch. We've read some books. And which um, that's my next thing is reading. I really am excited to get into reading more. I'm a terrible mom because not really. But like you hear everyone say reading to your kids is so good. And um, to read a book to them every night. Unfortunately for us, reading usually gets Lucy a little more energized. She loves playing with the books and it just kind of energizes her up so it's not quite one I like to do right before bed and my mom scolds me for it all the time because she says I should read to her before bed but the last few days like yesterday I guess I did read to Lucy around four or five and I think it was around four and she really enjoyed it we got through a couple books and then of course her attention span can only hold on for so long so then she went and played but I was so into reading I finally pulled out my Five Love Languages book, which I talked about podcasts ago that I started. And really, I read one chapter and that was it. Well, last night, I started reading it. And at first, I started reading it, like, silently to myself. And I I found myself in my mind, like, thinking of other things. Like, I was reading it to myself, but I was worried about dinner. I was thinking I needed to text Cody or my mom or all these different things. And so then I started to read it out loud. And Lucy wasn't even paying attention, of course. And she was like in her own world. But I started reading it to almost myself. And it was so nice. And I, 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 I knocked out like four chapters. And I'm not even in the into the book as much. Because I'm just now starting the actual languages like the love languages. I think the first one was affirmation. And But I had to put it down because I had to start dinner. But I'm really excited for tonight and a couple hours to maybe dive back into that, read it out a little bit more. And I'm hoping I can finish it this week, honestly. It's not very big if you've ever seen the book. And it's, I've only, like I said, four or five chapters in, but it's already hit home so much. And I'm not going to dive into all the marriage stuff going on, but, like, it's just so nice and a lot of things that I've been feeling. And I'm just really excited to find out mine and Cody's love language. I think it's just going to push us, like, to this next level and we'll grow from it. Um, I'm not one to, like, talk about my struggles in that department. And so this is, like, really vulnerable for me right now. But so And I don't even want to dive into it. That's not what today's podcast is about. But... Reading has been one more really therapeutic thing. And 
just to sum this up, I'm not telling you these accomplishments or even telling you about my hard days. So you could say, like, poor Sarah, like, she just wants attention. And these all may seem stupid and silly to you, these little things that I've been doing for the last three days. But for me, they're huge accomplishments and small little victories. And I want to say I told you I wasn't coming in to give you tips and advice, and I'm still not. I'm just sharing what I'm doing, and I hope you can see that difference. I don't know. But I think this will help you also not compare your accomplishments and little victories to others because that's what I wanted to share is, like, that's my biggest struggle, and I think the people that I've reached out, that was one of their biggest struggles is kind of comparing themselves and their stage of life. And so, yeah, these four things that I'm doing are not going to change everything, but they're stepping stones for me, and I don't even know if any of this is making sense, but it's helping me climb out of this little hole and get started on hopefully hopefully setting a new routine for my life and start this new season. Obviously, I said Halloween is coming up. It's on Thursday, and then Friday is November 1st. So it's kind of a new month, kind of starting a new beginnings, but instead of waiting till the 1st, which if you listen before, you know I love to start things either on like a Monday or on the 1st. So did start on a Monday, but I not starting on the first. So that's kind of exciting. But all right, this isn't even what I wanted to talk about. Let's dive into something a little more fun and spooky. And that Halloween season, it's not spooky at all, but like it's all that Halloween season. All right, so we're lightening the mood. And let's talk about Halloween, you guys. It is coming up in a couple of days this week. Um, today's Tuesday. Like I've said a thousand times today in and Halloween's on Thursday this year. If you're listening to this post-Halloween, I'm sorry if you are going to have to listen to the rest of this. You, I mean, you're. I understand if you guys, like, stop listening because it's post-Halloween. But this is just kind of some fun ideas maybe for next year if you're listening post-Halloween. Or, I don't know, maybe you still have the weekend. You could still do some fun Halloween celebrations or tie it into any other holiday, I guess. But with Halloween being a few days, I just wanted to talk about, like, I didn't grow up celebrating Halloween. Um, I did when I was really young. I kind of remember I was a fairy one year. Me and my niece were Renaissance princesses one year. After that, it's kind of a blur. I literally remember two costumes. Like, I don't know. I We just, we didn't, we weren't allowed to celebrate it because... In my mother's words, it was the devil's holiday, so we weren't allowed to. And so we were allowed to have, like, harvest parties. Like, our church threw, like, a harvest carnival trick-or-treat or or trunk-or-treat thing that I'd go to every year. I don't even remember if I dressed up to go to it, honestly. I think at a certain point we stopped dressing up for it. I do feel like in high school I did start going trick-or-treating again, and I'd, like, I mean, I wasn't that sneaky. It was one night of the year. I'd be like, going to my friend's house. Obviously, my parents probably knew what I was doing. But um, it just wasn't a huge thing growing up. And now I feel like I have like this. Well, now I'm an adult, you know, kind of. So I get to choose if I want to like celebrate it or not. And so 
I've kind of found this love for Halloween and like the decorations. And I mean it not in like the, what's the word? Demonic type of Halloween. Like I'm not about to go like pur do the purge or something or like watch scary movies. I do not like scary movies. But like the fun Halloween decorations. Um, I mean, why does skeletons have to be so negative? Like I still think they're like really cool and like cobwebs everywhere and I'm not going to have, like, the um, the Jason mask on. Is that his name? I don't know. The one that wears the hockey mask? I don't know. See, like, I literally have no knowledge of it. That side of the scary movie side, Chainsaw People Chasing You, like, a few years ago when the, the scary clown mask was a thing. No, 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 no. Those are not my type of Halloween. But the kind of more fun, I don't know, the fun part about it. I don't know. Dressing up. Who doesn't love dressing up? Like, I'm a girl. I love dress-up parties. So, I thought this would be kind of a fun way to give you ideas of what other things you could do if maybe you also don't follow the whole Halloween demonic devil's holiday side of it. If you're just wanting to kind of celebrate the holiday, um, kind of what I guess I'm doing more so. Um, and kind of just have a fun fun twist on it without if you don't want to go trick-or-treating like you don't have to um I must say having a baby has also added to this little fun of having someone to take around someone to dress up I mean everyone loves dressing up and Lucy's still like a little bit young I don't think she's like gonna enjoy the dress up part as much as maybe next year like she'll be a little girl maybe in a Disney princess you know, like I think like that's the age like you get really excited for it you know I've even started a little collection of like tutus and little um, Mickey ears and bunny ears and a unicorn um, headband like for when she gets to the age where she can like do dress up and have fun with that because I always loved that part about it. So anyways, I made Lucy's costume this year and it cost me zero dollars, you guys. Zero dollars. I mean, I was pretty excited about that because I still haven't figured out how to grow money on trees yet and the costumes are starting to get expensive. Thank goodness for thrift stores and sell pages and marketplace and whatnot. But, so check this out if you're on a budget for your last minute. Also, check out Pinterest, you guys. You know my favorite. There's so many DIY, like, even, like, what do you have in your closet costumes for kids. So, she's going to be a coffee cup, you guys, and I'm a barista. I'm so excited. If you know, I am a barista as well. I work a couple days a week at a coffee shop in town. And so I already have an apron that says, like, my name on it, and it has our logo. So I was able to copy our logo and put it on a onesie for her with my Cricut. And I already had all the materials. I just used extra fabric. I used an extra onesie. I had extra fabric to make the whipped cream and a little hat with a straw. It's super cute. I'm really excited about it. And the only downside is that I have to now make it work for freezing temperatures because... It was a literal literal blizzard last night here in Idaho, and the low for tonight is around 10 degrees, so it's going to be chilly, but luckily I did use a onesie that was a 24-month onesie. She's kind of around 12 to 8 months, teen months right now, so I think I might be able to put her winter coat on underneath of it, put a beanie on. I think we'll be good. 
But that's kind of the downside of living in Idaho during Halloween. I never had that issue in California. We were in, I'll be honest, some slutty little outfits. And I had little to no clothing on. And now I don't have, I have a lot. I don't have to worry about her doing that, I guess. Let's say it that way. Um, so as you can tell, Halloween gets ruined a lot here because of the weather. So that's what kind of inspired me to share these ideas. Um, and like, if you're not able to go trick or treating, the girls growing up always told me like people from here told me that they would dress in snowsuits with their costumes, two sizes too big to fit over them. And then they would, parents would just drive them like a few feet. They jump out, go to get candy, get back on the car, drive, keep going, which sounds so boring. I mean, just where I grew up, that was like, would be lame. And so if the weather, let's say it started snowing, I probably wouldn't go out and do anything with Lucy. And these are great ideas that I can do instead. And maybe you don't want to go out in the weather. Maybe you also have religious reasons like I did growing up that you don't want to do that. Maybe for health reasons, you can't go out in the cold like that. Um, maybe you don't even have kids yet. No judging because that was so me a few years ago. I still wanted to celebrate. I still wanted to dress up, but I obviously was 23 and I couldn't just go trick-or-treating. So these are great ideas for that. And another thing is like, if you just have a new, like a newly new baby, like you can't, let's be honest, moms, you can't take your new babies trick-or-treating. I tried last year and I felt so bad because let's be honest, she can't even eat any of the candy. So it's okay. You can still tag along if you choose to. I did tag along last year. I brought Lucy. She was only a few months old. So we just kind of, I had my stroller and I just followed some of their cousins around with their kids. I hung back every time the kids went and got candy. There was no need for me to get candy. A few times some people would give us candy and they'd be like, here, it's for you. And they understood my baby wasn't going to eat candy. But this year, you guys, I am so excited because mama's getting some candy and Cody doesn't get to go with us because he has football, his choice. And so I think I'm going to have to hide it from him because I'm the one who's going to be working hard all night in the cold, carrying a baby around, figuring that whole thing. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how generous I am. Anyways, I'm joking. I'll give him my candy, but our candy, Lucy's candy. Anyways, whatever. So here's some fun ideas for how to kind of do something. Maybe if you want to just stay home, invite people, open your house, invite people over and invite other moms, invite your friends, other people who are just not really wanting to get out and do the trick or treating thing. Um, you could make some fun Halloween inspired snacks or goodies, dinner, I've seen, like, even string cheese. You, like, draw a Sharpie on the wrapper to make it look like a ghost. I've seen, like, gingerbread mummies. I did try that one year. You make gingerbread cookies and do it and, like, use icing to make it look like a mummy. You could go as simple and as decked out as you want, but those are still some fun ideas. Go on Pinterest. You guys know me. I love Pinterest. I love all the ideas it gives you. Seriously, you would think I was, like, a sponsor for Pinterest. Please sponsor me. Please, Pinterest, I love you. 
Anyways, there's some fun ideas as well as like DIYing costumes, like I said, or just costume ideas. Another fun thing you can do is just have a movie night, like fun Halloween movie night. If you're an adult, you can like twist that and make it into a, like a scary movie night. If you're into scary movies, I don't know. I couldn't give you an example of one movie because I would be the one sticking with like PG classics like Halloween Town, Hocus Pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas, Casper the Friendly Ghost. Like those are more my my side. But if you're an adult, go do a scary movie night. That sounds fun. Deck it out, whatever your personality is. If you're more cheesy and, like, obviously me with the gingerbread mummies and Halloween Town and Casper the Friendly Ghost, you'll know what kind of party I'm going to have. If you're into the scary stories, it's... I don't even know. What are, what are Halloween movies? Scary movies? I don't know. The Purge? Whatever the heck those are. Yeah, go that route. Those are good for you. I know for kiddo movies, there's, like, that new skeleton movie that came out a few years ago. Um, it's, like, a cartoon on Netflix. It's about Dia de, de los Muertos, which I'm really excited about watching this year. Technically, that's a couple days after Halloween, but no judging. I guess it's, is it the day of Halloween, day after? I should know this. But that's a big one I would want to celebrate. Maybe I'll do that on Friday, have a little fun night, and... I'm sure there's so many other spinoffs. I know, like, we've watched on the Disney Junior channel, like, the Mickey Mouse's Haunted House or something. So there's fun little ideas you could do with young kids and, I don't know, find whatever family flick or adult flick or whatever works for you guys and just have a fun night in with Halloween movies if you haven't already watched them all throughout the rest of the month. But also... To add a little twist, make your friends dress up. Make the kids dress up. I know I'm not the only mom who loves dressing up, you guys. You can still have fun with it without doing the traditional stuff. Make a fun Halloween craft that day. Um, I think we might do it. I'm not 100% sure, but I was going to have my friend come over and our kids were going to, I mean, the kids, mostly us, were going to paint pumpkins because we didn't get to carve pumpkins this year and... That's a tradition, so this is the first year I haven't got to do that. So I'm really excited to paint pumpkins this year. One thing that just I thought of was my sister-in-law. They do a monthly bingo night, her and her girlfriends, and they always theme dress up. Like Christmas is obviously all going Christmas sweaters. Um, I think they've done like a toko one. I'm sure they did a dress up Halloween one. Um, so that's kind of a fun idea for Halloween. You don't have to do it monthly, but just a fun idea for Halloween. I know I'm only giving you guys like two days notice, but if you have last minute friends like me, that might work. Or you could do it this next weekend. Um, If you have listened here before, and I think it was a couple podcasts ago, the one I keep referring to actually, you heard me and my friend Brooke talk about our girl crush on Lacey from Ponderosa and Platinum Instagram. Anywho, she celebrated her birthday I think Saturday night, with a wine tasting party where her and her friends all wore wigs and dressed up. And I swear, I started Amazoning wigs and I almost bought one because it looked so much fun. And I was so excited. I texted Brooke and I was like, I want to be as bougie as Lacey and her friends because it looked like so much fun. So that's kind of a cool idea, like to have a wig party 
if you live in a bigger city, it will probably be easier for you to run into Walmart and get a wig. I don't really know what we have. We have a family dollar, so we might be able to find one over there. But I don't know, kind of a fun idea. Even a fun idea for next year. I think I really want to do that. Ooh, you know, that'd be really fun to do for New Year's. I have to talk to some people. But anyways, um, gosh, all these ideas make me want to rethink my plans if it's going to be so cold of trick-or-treating. But I'm really excited about it. And it's kind of that first year. We, like I said, this is Grangeville, so we don't really have, um, I live in a small town in Idaho, so we don't have this huge place to go trick-or-treating, really. Uh, only a few neighborhoods really do any of it. I don't live near any of them. Um, so really I only plan on going to the police station, doing their little trunk or tree and then heading home. So maybe I will incorporate some of these, maybe extend it into Friday. I don't think we'll go to the football game because it is so cold and it's hard, um, with baby, but I don't know. I hope this idea gave you, hope this gave you some ideas for Halloween. Maybe some fun ideas for you if you were kind of like, down in the dumps about celebrating this year because, I don't know, maybe you just don't enjoy all the hassle of it. And you don't even have to dress up. Make it as simple as you want. I don't know. I think your kids will enjoy it no matter what you do. It's kind of fun to celebrate these little holidays leading up to even, like, Christmas because I look forward to these. It's like these are milestones in the year to me. Halloween. And then we get to go have that, like, yummy Thanksgiving dinner. Then comes Christmas which I just love gathering a family. That's for another podcast, though. But I don't know. I love this milestone through the year, and I hope I got you a little more excited for it as well. So thanks for listening, you guys. Head over to Instagram. Shoot me some ideas for a future podcast. I really want to get back at it, and I really want to keep recording. Maybe I can make this a goal for every other day to really re- at least record a podcast for you guys have it ready to upload, whatnot, but I don't know. That's jumping the gun, but I'm really hoping to get you guys back on weekly podcasts, and maybe we'll can add more through the weeks as time progresses, but thanks again for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time on Learning as We're Living.